Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 275. Praise now, creative mind, maker of earth and heaven. Glory and power to him belong, joy of the sun and skies, strength where the hills arise. So let us praise with joy and song. Hymn number 275. Scriptural will be given by Imogene from Australia. The Bible, Philippians. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth 
and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now unto God and our Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and 
For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. <clears throat> Let's now sing hymn number 188. No eye hath seen, nor tongue declared, nor hath it entered heart of man to know what God hath here prepared for them that love and trust his plan. Hymn number 188. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion where we discuss this week's lesson and other topics that need to be covered. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And it will also be available on our YouTube channel 
and on our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. And that Sunday school is available to children anywhere. Many of our students do not live in the area, but they participate via a teleconference number that is dedicated to our Sunday school. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll give you the number and would love to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we do have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We have 17 different websites in 17 different languages. All of our websites contain the very finest Christian science literature where you can read, download, uh, listen to in many cases. And everything that we provide on our websites is free of charge. And we are so grateful that many of you have found us through our websites. And one of the... Uh, one of the articles that is featured in our English language website that I'd like to point out this morning is an article entitled The Healing Mind by Samuel Greenwood. If you've ever wondered what it is that does the healing in Christian science, read this article. Very good. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes those of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the chapter entitled Fruitage in our textbook, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will now be given by Mara from Mississippi. Page 637, Saved from Insanity and Suicide. A few years ago, while under a sense of darkness and despair caused by ill health and an unhappy home, Science and Health was loaned me with the request that I should read it. At that time, my daughter was given up by Materia Medica to die of lingering consumption supposed to have been inherited. My own condition seemed even more alarming, as insanity was being manifested, and rather than go to an insane asylum, it seemed to me the only thing to do was to commit suicide. Heart trouble, kidney complaints, and continual headaches caused from female trouble were some of the many ailments I had to contend with. My doctor tried to persuade me to undergo an operation as a means of relief, but I had submitted to a severe operation 10 years previous and found only additional suffering as a result, so I would not consent. When I began with Science and Health and I read the chapter on prayer first, and at that time did not suppose it possible 
for me to remember anything I read, but felt a sweet sense of God's protection and power and a hope that I should at last find him to be what I so much needed, a present help in time of trouble. Before that chapter on prayer was finished, my daughter was downstairs eating three meals a day and a daily growing stronger. Before I had finished reading the textbook, she was well, but never having heard that the reading of Science and Health healed anyone, it was several months before I gave God the glory. One by one, my many ailments left me, all but the headaches. They were less frequent until at the end of three years, the fear of them was entirely overcome. Neither myself nor my daughter have ever received treatment, but the study of the Bible and Science and Health, the Christian Science textbook by Mrs. Eddy, was, has healed us and keeps us well. While Christian Science was very new to me, I attended an experienced meeting in First Church of Christ Scientists, Chicago. A gentleman told of an unhappy woman who was about to separate from her husband. This gentleman had asked her if she did not love her husband. She replied, no. When I first married him, I did, but not now. He told her, God made man in his image and likeness and that he is perfect. He said to her, go home and see only God's perfect man. You don't need to love a sinful mortal such as you have been looking upon. The lady followed his advice. As he told her, there's no separation in divine mind. In a short time, peace and harmony were in her home, and both husband and wife became members of a Christian science church. This testimony was like a message from heaven to me. I had received many benefits from the study of science and health, but it had never dawned upon my darkened consciousness till then how wonderful our God is. I knew what had taken place in that home could take place in my unhappy home where there was neither rest nor peace. I hopefully took up my cross and step by step, my burden grew lighter. As I journeyed along, realizing the presence of the Christ truth, that indeed makes us free. Not all at once did any outward change appear, but at the end of three years, all was peace. All the members of the family attending church together and realizing that there is but one mind. EJB Superior, Wisconsin. The Bible and the Christian Science textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook. These comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, corroborating and explaining the Bible texts in their denominational spiritual import and application to all ages, past, present, and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. 
And today's lesson sermon can be found on page 16 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Mind. The golden text is from Romans. With one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The responsive reading is from Isaiah. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Seek ye the Lord, while he may be found. Call ye upon him, while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be, that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. For ye shall go out with joy, and be led forth with peace. Lenny from Georgia will now read. The Bible, Matthew. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Your father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask him. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? 
Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Luke And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thought, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed into his own house, glorifying God. John When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. And saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink. Thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children? and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, 
But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water, bringing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water, that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus saith unto her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thine husband. In that saidst thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father speaketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Philippians Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. There is but one mind, and this ever-present omnipotent mind is reflected by man and governs the entire universe. You will learn that in Christian science, the first duty is to obey God, to have one mind, and to love another as yourself. The great difficulty lies in ignorance of what God is. God, life, truth, and love make man undying. Immortal mind, governing all, must be acknowledged as supreme in the physical realm, so-called, as well as in the spiritual. There is but one I, or us, but one divine principle, or mind, governing all existence, man and woman unchanged forever in their individual characters, governed by one principle. All the objects of God's creation reflect one mind, and whatever reflects not this one mind is false and erroneous. Even the belief that life, substance, and intelligence are both mental and material. 
Mortal mind affirms that mind is subordinate to the body, that the body is dying, that it must be buried and decomposed into dust. But mortal mind's affirmation is not true. God is more to a man than his belief, and the less we acknowledge matter or its laws, the more immortality we possess. Consciousness constructs a better body when faith in matter has been conquered. Correct material belief by spiritual understanding, and spirit will form you anew. You will never fear again except to offend God, and you will never believe that heart or any portion of the body can destroy you. Knowing the science of creation, in which all is mind and its ideas, Jesus rebuked the material thought of his fellow countrymen. Ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? How much more should we seek to apprehend the spiritual ideas of God than to dwell on the objects of sense? To discern the rhythm of spirit and to be holy, thought must be purely spiritual. Christ is the true idea voicing good, the divine message from God to men, speaking to the human consciousness. The Christ is incorporeal, spiritual, yea, the divine image and likeness, dispelling the illusions of the senses the way, the truth, and the life, healing the sick and casting out evils, destroying sin, disease, and death. As Paul says, there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. God creates and governs the universe, including man. The universe is filled with spiritual ideas, which he evolves, and they are obedient to the mind that makes them. Mortals are not like immortals, created in God's own image, but infinite spirit being all, mortal consciousness will at last yield to the scientific fact and disappear, and the real sense of being, perfect and forever intact, will appear. How are veritable ideas to be distinguished from illusions? By learning the origin of each. Ideas are emanations from the divine mind. Thoughts proceeding from the brain or from matter are offshoots of mortal mind. They are mortal material beliefs. Ideas are spiritual, harmonious, and eternal. Our master easily read the thoughts of mankind, and this insight better enabled him to direct those thoughts aright. Our master read mortal mind on a scientific basis, that of the omnipresence of mind. An approximation of this discernment indicates spiritual growth and union with the infinite capacities of the one mind.
The effect of his mind was always to heal and to save. And this is the only genuine science of reading mortal mind. Paul said, to be spiritually minded is life. We approach God or life in proportion to our spirituality, our fidelity to truth and love. And in that ratio, we know all human need and are able to discern the thought of the sick and the sinning for the purpose of healing them. Error of any kind cannot hide from the law of God. This mind reading is the opposite of clairvoyance. It is the illumination of the spiritual understanding which demonstrates the capacity of soul, not of material sense. This soul sense comes to the human mind when the latter yields to the divine mind. Such intuitions reveal whatever constitutes and perpetuates harmony, enabling one to do good, but not evil. You will reach the perfect science of healing when you are able to read the human mind after this manner and discern the error you would destroy. The Samaritan woman said, Come, see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? It is recorded that Jesus, as he once journeyed with his students, knew their thoughts, read them scientifically. In like manner, he discerned disease and healed the sick. Become conscious for a single moment that life and intelligence are purely spiritual, neither in nor of matter, and the body will then utter no complaint. If suffering from a belief in sickness, you will find yourself suddenly well. Sorrow is turned into joy when the body is controlled by spiritual life, truth, and love. Man, governed by his maker, having no other mind, planted on the evangelist's statement that all things were made by him, the word of God, and without him was not anything made that was made, can triumph over sin, sickness, and death. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 423. Give me, O Lord, an understanding heart, that I may learn to know myself in thee, to spurn the wrong and choose the better part, and thus from sinful bondage be set free. Hymn number 423.
Let's now sing hymn number 58. Father, we thy loving children lift our hearts in joy today, knowing well that thou wilt keep us ever in thy blessed way. Thou wilt, thou art love and thou art wisdom. Thou art life and thou art all. In thy spirit, living, moving, we shall neither faint nor fall. Hymn number 58.
read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Philippians. God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen.